0: A bit of a bit more of a personality now. She's getting a bit more used to the place. Yeah, but still, like in a massive act of defiance. Yeah, yeah. Still, just I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, when dogs need to shit, well, when puppies need to shit, they don't quite understand what's going on. I don't think. No. So they just get really excited, really energetic, really when they happy. Need to shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so like, she'll start bouncing off the walls, just like really happy. It's like, why are you so happy? I'm gonna shit in your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> So then, like, they're really happy and energetic, so you let them out, and then they get, oh my god, I'm outside now, what do I do? It's like, you're meant to shit. Yeah. It's <laughs> no, 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 well, I'll wait till I get indoors. It's warmer indoors. i like, I prefer it indoors, it's got, a, it's got a bit more, it's a bit more cosy inside, I'd like to shit all over it.
1: I always thought shitting would be somewhat instinctive.
0: Like, the act of shitting,
1: yeah, but, but like, where knowing, to and- not
0: like... You know, there's a difference between I have to go right now. Yeah. And I could probably go in an hour. Yeah. So they probably just have to learn until they go, Oh, I have to go now.
1: Yeah. So I suppose like kids like shit themselves up to a certain point. So it's like it's it's learning, trying to figure out how much discipline you've actually got. How mm. long can you hold it before you eventually just have to shit yourself.
0: Yeah, well and then they, they don't want to um shit in places they like they just like she lives in my living room so she doesn't really shit in here unless she absolutely has to yeah but she has no problem shitting where I cook shitting well, where I eat yeah you know. <laughs> she'll shit where I eat but not where she does it, so. Yeah, it's just yeah she's just I'm, I'm convinced she's trying to have a dig at me yeah like she's just trying to test her boundaries and stuff like that like uh, <laughs> play biting shitting everywhere
1: <laughs> how close to his personal effects can I shit <laughs> I bought her a tennis ball. She shit on it. Like, she
0: shit on a rolling ball.
1: That's you know skill. that
0: rolling stone gathers no moss? A rolling
1: ball gathers shit. Shit gathers <laughs> dog shit, yeah. And now she's sleeping.
0: Yeah. She's either zero like or 100 miles an hour. Yeah, you could be stroking and then she just go, no, right, I'm out. I'm gone. Oh. And then she'll have dreams where she's chasing something. I never knew, like, you you're always when they're older and they've got like a bit more idea of what they're doing and who people are you think when they're dreaming they're probably dreaming about running in the garden or mm. chasing off you know playing with you yeah. but she doesn't really
1: know much no so what is she dreaming about yeah pre utero dimensions when it's like when like when babies have nightmares like what is that about <laughs> what? what babies have nightmares yeah how do you know what if they have they, it's a a, a, um, a lot of the, their stages of like waking up in the night screaming is them having bad dreams and like but like Alfie Alfie was having it when when he was a baby and it was when he was when he was a kid um I mean he's still a kid when he was like really young when he was like two he had a nightmare when he was two that someone took his sweets away. <laughs> Like, because that's no! that's the, that's the bad experience of a kid. That's like the worst thing that's ever happened How to me. How dare
0: him. you take my drugs? Yeah, give me back my. The drugs.
1: worst thing that could possibly happen to a two-year-old is taking away sweets. <laughs> it's like that's that's such an amazing life when that is your nightmare.
0: <laughs> well, maybe she's dreaming about someone uh, not being able to eat her own shit. Yeah, I and guess, and then chasing after it forever. I don't yeah, know. yeah. I remember. I mean, my first dream as a kid, I was like six do remember anything before that but i don't remember i'm stupid anyway so like i don't remember much but i seem to remember my first vivid memory of like, i had a dream then was when i was six yeah i might just be underdeveloped
1: i don't know i remember i i had a very consistent dream about dinosaurs chasing me around the field and that's because when i was five my granddad took me to see jurassic park <laughs> i think loved the film uh, i was obsessed with dinosaurs for years and years and years but they were obsessed with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't one of the quick dinosaurs either. It was like a triceratops or something. Like
0: to one a really slow runner. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Constantly run. Yeah. I mean triceratops
0: probably it's not very fast in the dinosaur kingdom. No. Probably faster than a person though.
1: No? But I I suppose it's only the same as being charged by like a rhino. Yeah. Cuz it's like yeah, it's rhino. a herbivore and it's got horns but it's very protective and it's very big.
0: Yeah. It's like hippopotamus. The most like apparently, there's loads of animals
1: <laughs> the more, the more people die from being charged by hippos than they do from like lions and tigers and all kinds of shit.
0: But you got to think, like, I mean, they're being charged by it, so it must be like the first steps that everyone's making the mistake of. Oh, it's a cute hippo, and they start <laughs> walking and it charges. Once yeah. a hippo's charging, it's not like, Oh, isn't he cute?
1: Yeah, like, no. I think
0: if a hippo's charging at you, you're gonna panic. Yeah, so it is just the mistake of no, what was that? There was a <laughs> um. I can't remember where it was, but it was somewhere in Asia, um, a guy got into a panda enclosure to impress some girls. <laughs> like you see CCTV footage of this guy just like going up a to a panda. panda enclosure. Yeah, and the panda just like, "What the fuck?" and wrestles him to the ground.
1: Pandas, pandas are bears. <laughs> like, they're...
0: no, 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 they're not bears. They're babies. <laughs>
1: Look, I'm going to get mauled
0: to death. That's
1: ridiculous. <laughs>
0: but he's going up to it as if it's a dog. Like, yeah. oh, How's it going? Oh, look, it's no, like it's like, it's like
1: Sue guy? from Such and Sweep. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's not. It hasn't got Matthew Corbett's hand up its ass. That's a bear. <laughs> is it speaking? That, that is a that is a monochrome bear. And you're just there is
0: no picnic basket. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You are a very fleshy piece of bamboo
0: just instinctive you're like whoa what the fuck yeah. charging in. and why not people
1: with animals good <laughs> it's, uh, yeah All this right. is wild
0: animals man people don't respect them people don't understand it no. I mean I'm have to. i taking um, my puppy to puppy training classes on Saturday because you have to get them to mingle with other animals so they don't Early. become psychopath. yeah 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 like you know introvert dogs are psychopaths as well as well as introvert people so you yeah. kind of have to get them out and get them experiencing the world before yeah. they fear it <laughs> <laughs> so yeah people walking up to um, pand is not that big a surprise to be fair
1: no uh, I don't know my um, my friends had just been on uh, their honeymoon a couple of weeks ago and for like the first week um, it was like two weeks away the first week they went on safari somewhere in Africa because I guess that's where all safaris are yeah probably just because you know we don't get lions in stoke no. Um, and they, she, she wanted to see elephants, and they, they caught everything else. So they didn't catch them. They, they saw everything else, um, and they, they found elephants eventually. And these two elephants were play fighting with each other, just like banging tusks, but not like in a vicious way. Mm-hmm. Just like it's the two males, just kind of like testing and tussling and whatever. And then they both saw the jeep, and they both turned to the jeep, and they both started charging at the jeep. <laughs> And um, the guy that was that was leading it was um, just saying like, "Okay, everybody, back in the jeep now. Everybody, <laughs> quickly in the jeep. It's all going to be okay. But just get in the jeep right now, <laughs> immediately. Please get in the jeep." And like, they all got in and drove off. And um, and she was speaking to him afterwards, and she said, um, "Does that kind of thing like happen a lot?" And he said, uh, "It's happened a few times." She said, "You were very calm." She was like, "He was like, no, no, no." I was shitting myself. Yeah. I thought we were all going to die in a horrible way. But, because I would have died too, I didn't have to deal with any of it. So, bright side. <laughs> Could have been all right, I guess, but you'd have all died. Like, okay. Yeah, maybe be careful on safari. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, be careful anyway, man. Like There was a case recently of um, a person got mauled by bears um, because he interrupted them having sex by accident. Oof. Like, don't cock block a bear. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just walking down like a fucking hike trail. <laughs> and then just two bears appeared, like like pincer movement on him, like from up front and from behind, <laughs> horny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> yeah, and then just, uh, yeah, gave him um, a bit of a seeing to, but they wanted to get back to fuck, so I don't know whether it's better to... <laughs> better to interrupt some horny bears because well they might fuck you but they probably won't but they'll attack you and then want to get back to business Mm. rather than afterwards you know you don't want to be the Uh. after moment with the bears because they'll probably just be hungry and no I guess not
1: I I was watching on Netflix there's a documentary I think it's just called shark um and it's (laughs) it's like the blue planet but it's just sharks and they were going through all these sharks um and um and they got to great whites which is like the famous shark I guess mm. um, and they said the best way to, uh, to to observe these animals is to just jump in with them oh yeah, yeah like okay uh, and, and, uh, and the best time to do that is during mating season like, okay <laughs> when they're hungry oh <laughs> <All> right <laughs> because yeah. then you see all of their natural tendencies it's like yeah <laughs> I'm pretty sure I will and so
0: the it showed
1: yeah. this diver diving in with this massive group of great white sharks. They were all just circling each other, <laughs> like, and just enormous things. Like, you don't understand the size of them until you see someone yes. next to them. They're just ridiculous. It's like, what do you do? Do you swim away? You can't. And he was just describing them as they were swimming past him. Um, and like, it, it was the same guy that diving was doing the voiceover. And, she, and he said, "I know when it's time to leave, because they start showing you the blacks on the bottom of their fins. <laughs> like they just
0: like a secret message. Yeah, like Good, mate, you might want to fuck
1: off. Yeah, uh, when they start. Uh, when apparently, when they start to feel a bit aggressive and incredibly horny, they st- they start like dipping their fins a bit to show you the the blacks of the fins, right. and that means please fuck off now, <laughs> or you're gonna die. But if you." What if one is feeling is a bit further along that aggression chain than another, and you don't notice it, and you're paying attention to this one over here, who's not quite showing you his fins yet, but this one over here is like waving them like a flag. (laughs) (laughs) Like if you if you miss that and one of them goes for you, they're all going to go for you. <laughs> like, the, the, the second there's the slightest bit of anything, it's just going to turn into a massive bloodbath. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it's
0: Oh, fair enough, let's do this. Let's yeah, let's do
1: this. ridiculous. And, and what struck me afterwards that was that he's not the only one in there. There's, he's filming them, and there's someone filming him. So there's, <laughs> so there's two guys that are swimming with these sharks. So then you've got like this one guy who's not noticing the fins, and you've got the other guy holding the camera, being like, oh, Dave, 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 <laughs> Dave, 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 Dave. <laughs> it's the, the idea of that is just terrifying. Yeah. I, I would, I think I, I've always wanted to like um, go sort of whale watching a little bit. Um, because I'm fascinated with the idea of seeing something that just dwarfs me, but yeah, is yeah. like a living thing that isn't just a tree or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: unimpressed by nature, yeah, and It hasn't got a heartbeat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd, I'd, like to, I'd like to, like I think it would just be really humbling to witness something that. It's massive. a
0: dinosaur thing, isn't it? You just want to be chased yeah. around your garden by a shark.
1: Yeah, or a blue or a whale. whale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that would be really interesting. But I think if it was great whites, I'd have to, I'd have to be in a cage or something yeah cage like, would be pretty cool yeah not just like diving with a herd of them it's just <laughs> it's, it's just, just weird
0: that's just that's just optimism
1: yeah it's like <laughs> oh I do it every day it's like it's, it's not a cow field mate it's the ocean <laughs> like <laughs> you can't get away the boat's like five feet away from you and yet, if they wanted to they would still kill you <laughs> they would get you before you even got a fingertip on that boat <laughs>
0: well I've got a friend who's afraid of open water
1: yeah yeah
0: or, no, no, specifically, open water and then something appearing out of it, like a blue whale coming up to breathe.
1: Right, like, okay. terrifies them. If I'm on a boat, that kind of thing is awesome. I, but I... I
0: but if you're on dry land, it freaks you out. Yeah, yeah, a whale <laughs> coming out of the sand. That'd <laughs> yeah. be
1: fucking weird. It's like tremors. Coming out of the co-op. <laughs> <laughs> um... These, um, you know, these, where they, they'll uh, you'll, you're on an island and you go out on a boat and then you stop in the middle of the ocean and everyone jumps off and has a swim in. Yeah. that shit, I don't think I could do. No, because I can't. I don't like the idea of going in foreign waters that I cannot see the bottom of. Mm-hmm. If I can't see what's underneath me or around me or anything, it's like this is this is a crash for everything that wants to kill me. <laughs> I, I I don't I I don't think I could. I I'm not sure I could do that. It's probably
0: 100% of the time a risk. Yeah, like, there's never like a, oh, it's absolutely fine. It's yeah, like, no, like even if there's netting around, like they can get through. Yeah, like and, you still you get loads of stories about it.
1: And yeah, and 99.9% of the time, nothing will happen. But it doesn't mean I'm happy being the being the 0.1%. <laughs> it's 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 yeah. You've it's, always
0: wanted to be special. So.
1: <laughs> I'm unique. Yeah. I'm in the news. No arms. Yeah. No, I, yeah, there are, I'm not scared of much, but like that kind of shit, I'm not sure I could do it. And as much as I've reasoned with myself with it as well, I really don't think I could ever do skydiving. Oh, really? No. I can
0: see the bottom of the sky.
1: I know, I know. You can see, you can always (laughs) see the ground. Yeah. It just, um, but then, but then I suppose even if I can see the bottom of the ocean, I don't want it hurtling towards me.
0: You've got a like a you know a nap napkin on your back, you know, just like yeah. Just I
1: think I'd give it like I'd I'd I would give it the big hurrah and be like yeah yeah let's do this let's do this. And as soon as the door opened, I'd just piss myself. <laughs> I don't I don't. They, there's some kind of natural instinct that is perfectly fine that makes you not want to jump out of a plane. <laughs> I think it's perfectly reasonable to not want to leap to potential doom.
0: ah he's got to do it here. I've always wanted to skydive. Yeah, but I'm—I got rejected by every skydiving company because uh, I'm too overweight. Oh, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to reason with them because you have to be a certain weight because when you first start, you're on the back of someone else. Yes. Yeah. So-, <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, I—I I, I reasoned it with myself that it was because of the weight limit on a parachute the G-force, some kind of scientific formula, and not just he didn't want a fat guy on his back. Right. God <laughs> to say it, like, you know, You know why don't, you know, uh, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. I'll have to go on my own, I don't care. Um, he said, no, 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 you have to come with me. And he said, he, wanted, he decided to go into detail about it. He was like, well, you know, first of all, when the parachute opens, the speed that we're going at is going to determine the speed that we stop. Mm. And you're so immense that the <laughs> g-force could break the ropes on the parachute could rip the parachute could break me could break yourself so jesus can't do that i was like oh okay you know fair enough i guess he goes even if we survived that part mm. like the very fast part very first part um the extra weight would add to would change the wind resistance because of the parachute or something yeah. and i wouldn't be able to control our descent properly so we might hit a school Um, and I don't want them on my conscience. uh, Fair enough, please let me leave this conversation now (laughs) Anyway. Even if we survive that part, which we wouldn't, but if we did and we didn't hit a school full of kids, then when we landed that you're gonna demolish a school of children. When we land and I have to put my legs on the ground, you would just crush me as I landed. (laughs) Um, so I didn't do it in the end but I'm going to when I'm not going to kill a bunch of people (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's a good self esteem boost
1: I guess
0: Yeah. um, if I jump out of a plane more people will die than one (laughs) due to
1: science or something like that I guess but there was a guy a couple of months ago that jumped out of a plane without a parachute and landed in a net
0: yeah there was
1: that was but if they can do that
0: yeah. You'd why can't he might just not have liked me. Oh, right. <laughs> he might have just thought, I'm going to fuck with this guy. Yeah. Which I've got to respect. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who doesn't give a fuck and wants to just mess with people, I'm completely for. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That was stupid, though. Fucking guy jumping out of a plane without a parachute. Like, why? That is Your your survival instinct argument about I'm not going to jump out of this plane, like, he'll, he knew he was, like, 90% going to die. <laughs> He had his family waiting for him at the bottom. Like what stupid fucking thing to do? <laughs> Same with the fucking tightrope guy. He did the tightrope thing of the Grand Canyon. Oh yeah, yeah. His family with the other kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're into the rope. Don't do that. No. The last thing your kid wants to see is. Whoa.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and no then more dad. It. Yeah. Alone, <laughs> <laughs> like here comes dad. Here yeah. comes di- oh yeah yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> Guess it's divorce for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminded of your own father with slow motion footage on the news. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my dad's death on YouTube.
1: <laughs> Lol. Why
0: couldn't he be like that Red Bull guy who jumped from space?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, my dad wasn't cool enough to be sponsored by Red Bull.
1: <laughs> that was kind of immense. Right, yeah. So, you can't jump out of a normal plane. But this guy, <laughs> so You can space. jump out of a plane into a net with no parachute. You can jump to Earth from space. Like,
0: astronauts can jump from space, why can't Nick? Yeah. Well, there's a lot of reasons, really. Yeah, I suppose Nick's not an astronaut, maybe. (laughs) No, never wanted to be. Never really... Anything Tom Hanks has ever done, I've never really been interested in doing, weirdly. Never wanted to... uh...
1: Never wanted to get lost on an island. No. Uh, Never wanted to double in size.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Never wanted to... Uh, never wanting to, you know, save Ryan. Dublin. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Topolins. laughs> um, if anyone, I'd be Buzz and Tim Allen. I'm not a big fan of, apart from his.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm back to Depression Workshop. Oh really? Because they've pestered me. <laughs> like That's I thought, not the way to go. No, well, I just thought that, like. I I must have dropped out of like four or five classes and just been like, they'll get the hint. I don't really want to go. But like, it's just someone being nice over the phone. I was in customer service for too long. Like if someone's just being nice, you can't be a dick because I know what that's like. So just be like, oh yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I've been, you know, I've been ill and I don't really want to. Yeah. But you should come in and I'm on holiday next week. How about like two weeks time? Fine. Yeah. Remember to do your depression homework we have to like log every day something that makes you feel good and yeah. something that makes you feel that you've achieved
1: i suppose i suppose though like for you it was kind of it was because the classes were like somewhat clashing with your personality yeah, it wasn't somewhat. the right method for you. Yeah. Whereas with some people, it's because they've spiraled or something, so they do have to keep checking in and being like, "Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, they you must should
1: come. You should come. It would be great." And you they probably come.
0: want like an, a, they've got like a target of people that they've retained. And <laughs> um, Like, oh. I'm keep the numbers up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Derek died, so can't uh, can't take him. You know, we lost him on in the month. January was a slow month. Always is after Christmas. Oh,
1: God, <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, it says it was a car crash. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he knew a lake wasn't a road. <laughs> So, yeah, I've got to do fucking depression homework, which is, yeah, make a log every day about things, which is easy now because of the, you know, I've got a dog, so it's quite easy to measure, like, what was your achievement? She didn't shit in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how did that make you feel? It made me feel very good. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought she was going to, but she yeah. didn't. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, see how things go. <laughs> But then I wonder if dogs get homework. I mean, it's weird that you have to, it's a communal center for dogs where you go in a field for an hour and they're like, what do you want your dog to learn? And you yeah. know, you come up with the basics and then you go like algebra, you know, bomb making, diffusal, whatever, <laughs> Any, anything you want, they'll, they'll teach you your dog how to do. It's like the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know Just, Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know, know where to shit. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and get to start walking her because he's getting bigger and she's got energy now. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, that's got to be done.
1: I want to see... If he gets in, I want to see how long it takes them to realise that he's not going to build a wall. <laughs> <laughs> like, how how long are they going to have to keep the faith for? Mm. Like, oh no, it's coming. it's coming. It's like the second coming of Jesus. Like, oh no, he's coming. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. Oh, you'll all
0: see. It's like waiting for a stereotypical plumber. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be in now. He said he was going to be around 9 till 10, but give him a bit more time.
1: Uh,
0: Um, Yeah, not much um, in the news this week because of all that shit, but there is an interesting article I did read just because I found it interesting. Uh, Bus driver dies after being set alight in front of horrified passengers in Brisbane. Wow. Um, a bus driver in Australia died after a, in quotes, horrific attack in which a passenger poured flammable liquid on him and set him alight. Oh. Apparently, he was one of three people waiting at the bus stop. I don't know whether he was waiting for a specific bus. Apparently, not a specific driver. But um, the police arrested him. He was pretty compliant. <laughs> um, and all the, of the people managed to get off, but there was so much flames, they couldn't get to the driver. Died a horrific death. Horrible, horrible tragedy, right? Yeah. Uh, police say they arrested a 48-year-old man and have ruled out terrorism, um, but they found no apparent motive. Um, so it's not terrorism, right? Which I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> that must mean this. It's like, was it murder? Was it manslaughter? Was it what group category does it come into? That's pretty terrorizing to the driver, I think, and his family. Yeah. yeah. So is it just? I think what they're implying, because it says they've ruled out terrorism, but they haven't found an apparent motive. Because they've used but, I'd imagine that there has to be a motive for it to be terrorism.
1: Yeah, it has to be, I guess it has to be for a particular cause or something.
0: Maybe, and that probably doesn't have to be religious or anything, but if a crazy person kills somebody, or a serial killer kills somebody, I guess it's not terrorism.
1: I guess, There's a serial
0: then, killer who's killed 20 people. He's not
1: a terrorist. I think if you're doing something on it with with an ideological motive, that classes as terrorism, regardless of whether it's religious or not. Like all those... Um, um, that, that shooting at the abortion clinic that happened a couple mm. of months back. Like I class that as terrorism. Yeah. That's shooting... that That's killing people with an ideological motive. Yeah. It's not based... I mean, it, it, it's kind of based on religion. Because that's where all this anti-abortion shit comes from.
0: Yeah, it can be. But it's even if it, even if it wasn't a religious backing, he's fighting, he's killing people because he disagrees with abortion. Yeah, for whatever reason. So yeah, that would be an act of terrorism. But I think it's just terrorists are the bad guys. Yeah. So I think they're going like, oh no, we're good guys. And you're the bad guys. So you've attacked us. So you're a terrorist. But if we attack you, then we're liberating you. or Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of linguistic fun time. Weird
1: bit of bullshit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just people. It's giving people this propaganda image of themselves mm. and of their own country. Like I can't I think we've mentioned it last week, but yeah, people having an idea of greatness or, um, or um, things bigger than themselves, and like, oh, you know, you can never break into the White House. It's so secure. It's like no, they don't even fucking lock the door. Yeah, like there's one guard. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's not taken as seriously as you think it is. Yeah. You've just warped it in your head, much like a dog does, like upstairs in the house. It's an amazing place of palace. <laughs> I'm so rarely there that when I see it, it's incredible. Yeah. Or like, oh my God, grass. <laughs> Why isn't there grass indoors? There's grass outdoors. This grass is great. And you just have that weird fucking perspective shift. How about yourself?
1: Um, well, I had um, quite an interesting time at Muay Thai tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time back after after three weeks after I knackered my foot. Uh, I nearly didn't go, um, but uh, I figured that's, that's a resistance thing. Mm-hmm. You just haven't done it in a while. You just need to fucking go mm-hmm. because it's not any worse than when you went the first time and you had no idea what you were doing. Now you've just taken a bit of a break, go back, get into it, you'll be fine. So I got there. Everyone's already skipping, so I start skipping. Um, and... An older guy comes in, um, and he's, uh, he's an older, uh, kind of portly guy, but he, he knows what he's doing. He's kind of like second in command. Um, and he starts leading us through the warm-up and everything like that. Um, and uh, he finishes the warm-up. The, the main instructor guy comes in, like pretty stern-faced for some reason, like no idea what's going on. And, he's, and he goes, all right, this week we're doing elbows and knees. And then he just pulled like this guy out of the of, of the group. That's uh, obviously a bit more experienced. And he just goes, right, you go blocking elbow, crossing elbow, knee to the face. And then he left. <laughs> was, and uh, and then this old this this older guy stepped forward and he's like, okay, just going to demonstrate that for you. Okay, so we go <laughs> we go blocking elbow, and then a crossing elbow, and then knee to the face. Okay, okay. Now uh, and then everybody do that. And it's like, what? Uh, all right, I'm not sure exactly what's What's going mm-hmm. on? it's a bit weird and uh, and this guy ends up taking a whole session. I don't see the the main guy again for the, for, the, for the whole time. Um, anyway, I was talking to one of the girls afterwards, and she was like, yeah it's been a been a pretty rough week for him <laughs> like all right what's, what what's what's been going on um, I was, well, uh, they went over to to Holland uh last week um, because there were some fights over there. And, uh, like we took the club over there and, um, like we, we did really well over there. Um, and, uh, he got back, uh, and he had to attend his dad's funeral. Uh, cause his dad's like just, his dad's been in hospital and his dad's just died. was right. like, okay, right. That's pretty bad. And then, uh, then this past weekend, um, his wife, um, like filed for divorce. Like, <laughs> All right. So we're just kind of stacking these. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And like, what? <laughs> and last night someone, uh, Tried to smash their way into the into the club and steal all the stuff. I was like, what? What kind of fucking idiot tries to break in to a club designed to train people to kill you? It, it's so this guy is, is just at, at the minute he's very focused on anger, and it was it was like why it was why everything was joint work. It was all elbows and knees the whole night. Just boom, boom, boom. It was... Just, yeah, it was that was it was um, it, it was pretty intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For, a, for a three week break to come back to just a very angry Muay Thai master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was um that that was that was quite interesting. But uh yeah, I'll be back next week. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was just it was just Just um, to
0: find out what else happens to this poor guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. It was it was just um yeah, it was it was just a bit of a bizarre night. I started reading uh War of Art last week. Yep. Um and
0: very good book by the way very good for motivating uh, creative types
1: yeah exactly uh and it to, it was uh i I booked like a Thursday and Friday off work it was all my last two holidays of the year until Christmas because they do a stupid Christmas shutdown shit so um I got, like, partway through the Thursday being like, I'm going to edit the wedding video today. And, of course, I didn't start editing the wedding video because I'm a massive procrastinator. Mm-hmm. And I was going through our Twitter feed and just adding, like, podcasts and comedians and stuff. And I added Joe Rogan's, and I saw he was promoting this big War of Art thing, and he seems to promote it a lot. And I was like, all right, I'll check that out. I sat down and read, like, 100 pages of it in in a go in, like, 45, 50 minutes. Um, And it's just fucking eye-opening. Like, in an hour, I learned loads so much more about myself than I have Mm. in the last, like, 10 years in regards to why I do the things I do, how to get past the things that I do, and how a lot of my own kind of safeguarding and perfectionism is really just kind of um is really just me protecting myself because i don't want to yeah, yeah. open myself to criticism and 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 open my uh, op- open my work to being like overly scrutinized so mm-hmm. i'll get, it'll go to the point where i just i just won't do it and every and my everything every, all of my reasons mm-hmm. for not doing my work are completely rationalized by mm-hmm. the part of my brain that's that just was just trying to kind of protect me be like you don't need to expose yourself just just go to work yeah just go to work and do your job and come home and and uh yeah and 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 relax and then just do that all the time it's it's really easy to do that let's just do that (laughs) and um yeah something something clicked for me last week i don't know what it was and it this was after the frustration epidemic of the week before where something else clicked in my fucking head. Um, and yeah, so it's been a, it's been a really productive weekend and like now I'm going into um, going into the idea of of like I'm I want to be doing independent video production and mm-hmm. I want to be doing it very very soon. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to stop trying to be perfect and start taking jobs. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. just go and just and just start doing it. And it almost feels stupid now. That I haven't already been doing. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the. It was just a light moment. It's just why? Why aren't you doing this more? Why haven't you been? Why? I, this is what you wanted to do. Why aren't you just mm-hmm. doing it? So yeah, something's really clicked for me this week. Cool. So it's been a, it's been a productive week. Yeah, <laughs> somewhat. Nice. Yeah. And then he was like, "This will." He, he he said, "This fact will will open your eyes as oh, to how yeah. fucking mental Texans are." Yeah. And it was that. Texans own more tigers in their backyards than there are in the wild in the rest of the world, <laughs> which is fucking insane. <laughs> it's fucking insane. How is that possible? I, was, I, was, I just said, okay, that's really fucking interesting. I'm going to go and try and find something on that. And turns out, uh, it, it's not complete bullshit. I, I, I thought, like, oh, it's a stand-up thing, but Joe Rogan tends to be pretty honest about this yeah, kind yeah. of shit, and he seems to know his stuff, but I was like, oh, it might be an exaggeration. It's not an exaggeration. <laughs> not an exaggeration at all. Um, there you go. Uh, like many Texans, uh, Bill Rathburn is no longer satisfied with an ordinary pet. The former police chief, he's a police chief, the former police chief of Dallas and his wife are the proud owners of three 600 pound tigers that they've raised since they were born. Um, He said, we have tigers because my wife went out and bought one without consulting me. (laughs) Like, that's any reason to have tigers. Well, she just went out and got one. So I was like, why not get two more? (laughs) It's, it's, it's fucking insane.
0: Three's a crowd. What yeah. better than a crowd of tigers?
1: <laughs> exactly. The article says with proper care, some tigers become lovable pets. I have to say some because it's not a <laughs> guarantee. It's not 100%. a great idea. Yeah. Um, in a Fort Worth suburb, uh, Lewis Dorfman has built a special sanctuary for his 22 tigers. <laughs> the guy has 22 tigers just in his backyard. And just uh, and it's a sanctuary just because it's a cage.
0: I bet he doesn't get many Jehovah's Witnesses.
1: No, no, I, su- <laughs> I suppose not. I suppose, uh, not any more anyway. They yeah. ran out
0: in their local area.
1: Uh, these um, he's even trained the tigers to remain tame, which I think is fucking horseshit. I don't <laughs> think you can. T- it's a tiger. Like you have enough trouble predicting a dog. Well, you, it's can the same train, you can train as a have cat a tame dog but at some point they can just snap
0: well, it's the same as a cat right cats and tigers I think proportionally are very similar like this it's got the same strength as a tiger or a lion or whatever it's just a cat is so much smaller that you kind of don't really notice it but cats are strong yeah so like they'll they'll rip the shit out of something and you you can't really train a cat no <laughs> so I'm not sure how much you could train a tiger no exactly obviously you probably can but the most famous trained tiger killed his best friends who were magicians yeah <laughs> yes. live on stage yeah <laughs> they're just oh. they're fucking animals we're a big bag of fucking chemicals oh.
1: I talk, they are talking to a guy and he said, who knows quite a bit about it and he said um, unfortunately you can buy a tiger for less than a thousand dollars Bargain tigers. Less than a thousand dollars to buy a tiger the, for the price of a purebred like Great Dane. Yeah. You can buy a tiger. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it's it's just ridiculous. It's because they've got no they've, they've got no laws there on exotic animals at all. So it's not limited to tigers. It's just people have just kind of glommed onto tigers. They just, could have an elephant.
0: It's just the Hollywood for tigers, isn't it? Like tigers probably went there for fame and fortune. And then ended up unemployed and being sold for the, for the cheap, like many actors in Hollywood. Yeah, and they're just kind of there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so well, I guess this is us now, Tiger Capital of the World. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Tiger Capital of the World.
1: <laughs> it's just the majority of them are kept as backyard pets, which I think is kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um, in the instance that you get, like, fence hoppers who just who are just, like, jumping from garden to garden and generally making mischief in the garden, you're used to seeing a dog and kind of... And, and noticing it and running yeah. away from it. Um, tigers are camouflaged. <laughs> <laughs> you're
0: building your watching up. <laughs> and then you just freeze and at the corner of your eye, a tiger is watching
1: you. Yeah. That, and yeah and you with thaw- a dog lead
0: coming out of its mouth. <laughs> uh, honey yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah and you can't outrun it and it it can jump it can jump on you from 20 feet away faster than you can like turn to sprint it's ridiculous oh um it says the most tragic cases involve tigers and children which I can understand
0: yeah I mean um, children make shit backyard pets
1: yeah he says, uh, "You can have ten adults standing in front of a cage and one small child, and the tigers will not take their eyes off that child they <laughs> they see they always see children as prey yeah always that 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 instinct doesn't switch off it's like yeah they're not as big as the others they're, they're always going what uh, one tiger owned uh, owned by three year old jayton tidwell's uncle um bit the boy's arm off." <laughs> that's like, we we have we have stories about about kids like travi- tra- uh, tragically being ravaged by dogs and shit. Yeah, but they, Hit they've, by mi- cars. they've like yeah, and like you get mauled and stuff, and it's like that's kind of horrific. But the, the dogs never taken a child's arm off <laughs> playfully.
0: You'll scar his face. Yeah, but, you know, you can still cry into both of your hands.
1: Yeah. Um, in, Yorktown, Texas, in Yorktown, Texas, 10-year-old Lauren Lauren Villafana was in a cage with her stepfather when a tiger went for her neck and killed her. Uh, but why... Bound to happen, isn't it? Exactly. It's, uh, the, the whole thing is, is very, very strange. It's completely backwards to me. And it, it surprises me that less attention has been brought to it.
0: Well, it's the same with dogs, it must be, like you were saying. It's you know, a dog can just have something wrong with it one day and it decide to attack you. The difference is it won't take your arm off. And that's like, that's the difference. And you know, the dog will either be put down or be put aside, punished and retrained. Yeah. But like, that's just not really an option for a tiger that's eating your kid. No. It's just, well, I guess we're going to have to get rid of the tiger. Yeah.
1: And like, we, some people worry when they see like, um, a small woman taking a very big dog for a walk. It's Mm. like, how can she control that? What do you, how do you feel when you see a guy walking his tiger? <laughs> yeah. on, what, on what planet will, do you see a guy, even the most muscle-bound guy, who you, who you think he could take a tiger? He couldn't. <laughs> None of them could take a tiger. You're putting like so much trust in that tiger. Not to why if he likes chasing cars, why if he likes doing weird shit that like, chasing
0: planes? Yeah,
1: what if he <laughs> likes doing weird shit that normal cats do, like just. Stalking, stalking small animals. Cats love doing that. Everything small to a tiger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and a a Canadian diver might have found a lost nuclear warhead that's been missing since
1: 1950.
0: Mm. Um, I didn't know that we had lost nuclear bombs that were just (laughs) lying around somewhere. And it implies a Canadian diver might have found it which implies that he just came across it. Mm. Which means nobody was looking for it. Yeah. So how do you lose a nuclear warhead (laughs) and just be... It'll turn up. Yeah. Like someone... Someone good will find it, not some evil genius who will be sweeping the bottom of the ocean floor looking for warheads. Yeah, find them and use them against us. It's like no, and then how does he know who to return it to? You know, maybe it's, just, it's got the
1: country like written on the side of it. Maybe
0: it's got Please a flag re- on it. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Please return to USA the Post Office.
0: Hi, yes. like, you phone. Hi. I've got a nuclear warhead. Yeah. I think it's yours. <laughs> How I many found s- it when
1: I was swimming. <laughs> How many second class stamps do I need to say a nuclear warhead? Be- that'd, I'm- be, that'd be the best thing to find on Yahoo Answers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please, re- please reply quickly. It's showing me the dark side of its fins. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's either horny or hungry. It <laughs> wants to kill me. Yeah. But yeah, it was just the headline that uh, that made me uh, made me laugh. Uh. Oh, apparently it was a dummy bomb. Is what I'm finding oh, out right. now. So as long we- as it only looks like a bomb <laughs> and scares people shitless, yes. so long as it's only not filled with uranium yet, <laughs> I don't mind. Uh. um but we've got um uh, an email. We've got a oh, question. Really? Yeah, 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 got a question. Oh shit. Um from a Dutchman um, called Alla, I think his name is. Um, I'm not reading this right Uh, He's living in Ireland So he's a Dutch person living in Ireland I don't fucking know Um, But he's having problems um, convincing his friends That his wife exists Right So how can we we help with this Um, Uh, He tells everyone about his wife But nobody believes him Um, And he's brought um, Some of her cooking to their friends But it was just pasta With ketchup in it Right so he's not a good enough cook. If if, 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 if his wife exists, yeah. either she can't cook or he's too bad a person to help her cook and doesn't stock up on food. And if they ran out of tomato sauce, pasta sauce, he didn't go get
1: ketchup for her. Right. So how do you prove that you've got a wife? Am I, Am I missing something here? Why can't he just show them his wife? I don't know. Right. That's his question. So, <laughs> Maybe I-
0: um, he's Dutch living in Ireland. Maybe he needs to prove to his Dutch friends that his wife exists.
1: Oh, uh, right. Okay. So, but, yeah, but then how did he take them cooking? Did you just send yeah, them the Yeah, he said he took them cooking. If he, if he can take them his wife's cooking, why can't he show them his wife? He's shown
0: pictures of her, is what he says. Right. But you can get pictures from anywhere. Okay. So how do you prove that your wife exists? How do you prove? But then it opens up a whole fucking cacophony of questions, isn't it? Yeah. How do you prove anyone exists? Yeah. There's nothing. It can't help you.
1: No. I don't, <laughs> that's disappointing because that's the very first email we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, it's just, no, you're, you're yeah. fucked. No one's going to believe you've got a yeah. wife. I mean, if if you're hanging around with people and you're saying, I've got a wife, and they're saying, no, you haven't, maybe just don't hang around with them. <laughs> maybe just bring your wife along. Yeah.
0: If you can bring them, you can, <laughs> they they bring them your wife... If they still disagree with you, yeah. then
1: maybe they're trying to wind you up. I don't know. Yeah. and <laughs> This is my wife. No, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. If you, yeah. If you can't bring them your wife, like, show them your wife, yeah. in a physical manifestation of herself, is it... it is it because she's not allowed out of the house? Well, like, is is this is this a problem that you have? Like, just letting her out and, and and meeting your
0: friends? How big a problem is? I mean, how how far would you go to maintain a lie that you're married? And why? Because, okay. like, if he is lying about having an imaginary wife, yeah, but he's employed someone to present as his wife, yeah, when he goes to social events. Yeah. you could question that like if you're not seeing the wife around a lot but you only see them on like weekends mm. and uh, they don't seem to have much of a connection you could be like I think you've just paid your neighbor to come with you
1: right i no. you don't well, you don't
0: believe anyone will go that far I think the Dutch can well I did, I'd never underestimate the
1: Dutch i I think it's I think it's potentially true but to be honest I don't know I'm th- I think I'm always going to be bad at this kind of question because as as a, as, as someone who's who's very well equipped at just shunning people. Yeah. Yeah. I would just be like, uh, I don't care. Just off.
0: abandon those people. Yeah, just, just don't talk to those people yeah, anymore. Stop
1: stop having friends. <laughs> yeah. You've got a wife, why do you need friends?"
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he's in an Ireland and he's Dutch. I don't I don't I don't have a problem with the Dutch. No. But I definitely am suspicious of the Dutch when they're in other countries. I mean, if he's got a wife, very doubtful. I think that if he had a kid, a kid with Dutch parents in an Irish school, yeah. that accent would just be the end of the world. I don't know what would happen. Who would understand what? It's like a new breed. Dutch Irish. Dutch Irish. Oof. It would be very strange.
1: Yeah. To be honest, I don't trust anyone that leaves Holland. I don't that like leaves Holland. Yeah because i've i've been and frank just well she left in the end mm, i think not the same way she arrived
0: <laughs> probably by train i don't know yeah. eh. <laughs> we've well, just... covered the holocaust last week we shouldn't cover it again
1: yeah no no more holocaust not uh, no, not for this week um yeah no cuz i've i've been to amsterdam so many times now and it's and i i never want to leave so i can't <laughs> unless you're running from tyranny of some kind i don't understand why you would ever leave that country i fucking love it over there
0: so maybe Everyone's he just stole so this happy. woman,
1: this yeah. wife. There's something He's on the run. There's something dodgy about him. There's there, there's something weird. And why island? Is, yeah. And if you're trying to convince your friends that your wife made this, why would you just have like pasta and ketchup? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? It's, if you would, you would go to the you would go to the lengths of learning um, a traditional uh, a traditional dish of wherever they're from, right? Yeah. Like this Put is more a, effort
0: into your lie. it's the
1: food of her people. Dutch food. Yeah, Pastor and ketchup. If she's Dutch, yeah. Well, he, no, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. I he's don't Dutch. know about the wife. Why is he trying to prove to people he's got a
0: wife? <laughs> no. Maybe he's insecure. Maybe he's just. I mean, I don't believe he's got a wife. Right. So maybe when he's been telling people about his wife, everyone's reacted the same way we have. It's been like, no, you haven't. And he's finally gotten to a breaking point. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How do I stop these people saying I don't have a wife? Well, you don't have a wife, so you can't do this.
1: (laughs) I know. I'll email this podcast. Hey, guys, listen to this. Yeah, I don't believe he's got a wife. (laughs) (laughs) They'll take me seriously. (laughs) They'll be friends with me.
0: No, Just take your tomato ketchup pasta (laughs) to your cardboard cutout wife or terrorist wife whichever one you're on the run from tyranny or whatever and you can't come back so thank you Allah you know whatever your fucking Zaran weird name Um, yeah go fuck yourself and (laughs) you haven't got a wife yeah
1: Chicago School Cancels Christian Haunted House that depicted Pulse Nightclub Massacre for Halloween. <laughs> right. Jesus,
0: we were talking about franchises dressing up as franchises last week. Yeah.
1: No, know, acts we're of a, we're, we're a week late for Halloween, I guess, but it, 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 <laughs> this whole thing is, is bizarre, and it's, it's led by this one crazy guy called Tyrone Tapler. Uh, it, uh, and he's He's a, he's a reverend. Um, this is
0: <laughs> Halloween. Everybody is- celebrates Halloween.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Halloween is one of those interesting holidays that, despite not celebrating anything terribly offensive in itself, nevertheless inevitably drives people to do offensive things. Most of the time, that offensiveness is limited to tone deaf outfit choices by clueless individuals who haven't got the memo about cultural appropriation. a bit judgmental, isn't Very it? Very judgmental. <laughs> it's the independent, though, isn't it? Um,. But somehow this year, a person calling himself a licensed minister used his entertainment company to organize a Christian haunted house event at a Chicago elementary school <laughs> that reportedly depicted, among other things, the Pulse nightclub massacre. Well,
0: uh, I guess they do believe in ghosts, yeah, like the spirit and everything. So I guess a haunted house is kind of what a church is meant to be, it's anyway. A bit soon. <laughs> what for Christ? Oh, for the Pulse. All oh, right, okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's super jesus he's still sore (laughs) second coming of christ two thousand years later too soon (laughs) it's a
0: lot of effort though for you know to depict a a, a mass homophobic shooting Uh, oh yeah either you got a bunch of extras he's (laughs) right Right. the story goes okay
1: According to the Windy City Times, Tyrone Tapler Productions put a call out via Facebook in August for people to take part in recreating the scene. It read, (laughs) it read, Club Pulse dancers, victims, caged people slash screamers. Extras (laughs) needed trying to escape a cage. Sound interesting? Come out this Saturday. (laughs) Come on, come on. (laughs) Tickets for the event scheduled to run on Saturday and Sunday nights were selling on Eventbrite for 10 to $20 <laughs> to see this horrific shit. Uh, Tapler tweeted that the school pulled out of the event on Friday evening. I don't... I, 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 I mean, He must have run it by them sooner, right? They must have understood what he was doing, but suddenly they got like some kind of backlash, and then they were like, oh, no, that's very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that thing I was doing and planning and making a costume for very inappropriate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... While it beggars belief that anyone could think depicting a mass hate crime would be appropriate for Halloween, it gets worse. The event description suggests the experience was about making moral choices and facing the consequences of your actions. So he's basically just shitting on gay people from a Christian perspective. Um, Visitors to The Room would walk through ten rooms... Uh, the description states, in which they were to encounter individuals who will make choices. The choices life or death, sin or salvation, heaven or hell. <laughs> uh, oh, it, it's it's awful. Um, the Pulse Massacre wasn't the only off-colour scene to be shown in the house. It was also reportedly set to, de- to depict a botched abortion.
0: Yay! Yeah, happy <laughs> Halloween!
1: Um, and the Charleston massacre, in which Black Christians were gunned down in a church by 21-year-old white man Dylan Roof. Um, <laughs> While the Facebook page for Tyrone Tapler Productions has disappeared, his website says Tyrone Tapler believes in reaching people in an unconventional way
0: <laughs> <laughs> via failed abortions.
1: Ugh. He's also quoted as describing his writing process as channeling God's voice. I yielded to the voice of God when he told me to write my first inspirational stage play, Help Lord, I'm Under Attack! <laughs> <laughs> which depicts the life of Sandra and how she battles with the consequences of her wrong decisions. I mean, how are people like this allowed to exist? How did he get that far in his master plan before someone took a, put a stop to it? How did he book a venue? Like you'd have to say, you have to say what you're going to do and how it's going to be, and they put pictures on the article and everything of 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 um of the of the venue, like of of all the decoration and everything like that, and it was like it, it was all like like walls riddled with bullet holes and like and uh, it, it was fucking horrific what's and the thing
0: it's people thinking that this kind of stuff should be stopped but then there's people like Texas is hoarding tigers Yeah, like no one's stopping it no. it's just people are doing it and there's no reason for it And uh. no one's gone like uh you can't do this yeah so oh, um, we'll just keep doing it then. Yeah,
1: and I, I, d- I do have a predis- predisposition, um against kind of religious people, not because of the way I've been brought up or anything like that. I'm, ju- I'm just kind of grouchy about shit like that, being a staunch atheist and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, I, I, I will say that I obviously don't believe he speaks for all Christians in what he says and everything <laughs> like that.
0: But in his Halloween decorations, yeah.
1: But to, <laughs> to, to just to try and justify what you're doing by openly hating people mm. in a loving way is <laughs> is, is is awful I, 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 yeah it's it's the whole thing is is, is just mind-boggling mm-hmm. to me yeah um but yeah that's about it for him cool. uh, i did have a, a, a massive uh, a, a, a stunt in my in my productivity yesterday afternoon mm-hmm. um because i um I was, uh, I was i was on a roll kind of mentally about where i want to go and where i want to be and everything and then I read a story about um, a guy in Australia uh, who was wandering the outback uh, trying to find somewhere to to, to take a shit um, and stumbled across um, the, uh, the, the earliest um, appearance of, of Aboriginal life in Australia, which is like 49,000-year-old <laughs> cave paintings and stuff. So um, he made a bigger contribution while trying to take a shit to society... <laughs> Than I will ever make while <laughs> actually putting in effort. Yeah, yeah, fair yeah, enough. That was, um, enough. The, that was the, the, yeah, there, there wasn't, there wasn't, I, I was gonna go through the story, but there really wasn't much more to it. It was just that weird kind of epiphany moment of being like, this guy really gets stuff done while taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'll read my phone on the toilet or something, but, like, I I don't get shit done.
0: (laughs) I don't discover new civilization. Yeah,
1: I don't contribute to society. I contribute to the ecosystem in some way, but I definitely don't... It's not a positive impact by any means. Yeah, I just watch
0: Homeland and wonder why. (laughs) Why am I still watching this show?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: new dog wanna earn some money so I'm gonna start sponsoring some stuff um so food dog right dog brings food to the house have you are you too bored to go out to the shop to get your dog food well a dog will come round with food and I don't know you can eat it shit if you want to if your dog wants to make friends with the delivery dog at dog food no at food dog you get dog food but you also get dog food dog (laughs) (laughs) That didn't go anywhere. I was going to do something beforehand and I thought, oh, I'll do an advert. It'd be great. I want to start getting free food products from a dog. And I'll, just start, I'll make up a fucking franchise. And so hopefully you make
1: up a franchise in the hope of getting something new from it without <laughs> yeah. paying attention to the fact that it doesn't fucking exist. If I
0: spread an idea, I mean, <laughs> Someone Food do dogs. Someone will do it. Food Dog's a good name, right? Food Dog's <laughs> a great name. And the idea of a dog delivering food I mean, dogs save people from rivers. They can deliver food. <laughs> like, they just, you've got a dog, a good, good for the dog, good for the delivery dog. Right. You can tip it in whatever you want to. Your dog gets to meet a new dog, make friends, as right. you're meant to do with your postman, unless the dog eventually goes postal. Right. You know, you don't want to see a dog with a machete. you know, no. come into your door knowing where you live and knowing what you eat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I don't know. Food dog. Um, not just food. We do toys too. Toy dog. We do lots of things. Balls, squares, anything. Just come downtown. Just, just come downtown. Downtown to, to Food Dog. Right, we're online. We've got an online store. We'll send everything. Food Dog. Treat your dog like a dog. I don't think that's going to make it. This is Reed's Go. I was going to write something, but I just didn't
1: he signed. It was just doing so much like <laughs> I was like, this bit, this, I, I believed for like ten seconds. It's like we got an email and a sponsor in one week.
0: So i was just gonna try some new stuff. <laughs> Just to throw it away, so I just save it to me. It's easier to
1: edit it out. <laughs> you don't write anything down about it. You just it's just like one bullet point. Food dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll figure it out. <laughs> more episodes the second they leave our disgusting workstations head over to www.pullingteeth.audio and remember to subscribe on itunes stitcher or tunein maybe all three ratings and comments would be nice as well if you've got any questions or comments find us on twitter at pulling teeth pod for anything more extensive or of a private or personal nature or if you've got some kind of moral objection to social media you can drop us an email at podcast at For more from me, head to stevemilligan.net and find us both on Twitter, at singitsteve and at nicksnip. This has been Pulling Teeth. See you next week.